Ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody. Pavel here from Better World International. And guys, today I have the wonderful guest with me, um, who is Patrick. And Patrick is an inventor, solar designer, consultant of the projects, co-founder in, 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 in many companies, solar energy expert. And uh, Patrick, that's, you know, that's, that's really great to, to see you here. I, I saw also you were volunteering with non-profits in Haiti, Latin America. Um, and you are a social entrepreneur, as I consider myself. So, Patrick, it's I'm I'm really you know um, I reach reach out to you, and that's really great that we have this interview. Uh, really thrilled to ask you some questions about you know and social enterprise and changing the world and about your product. And you could also mention how is this product called. I, I would like to give it to you, and what is this company all about right now? Yes, thanks so much, Powell. Yeah. Um, Go Sun Stove is a fuel-free cooking device that uh, we have invented based on solar thermal technology, and we're revolutionizing uh, solar ovens forever. We, we have created something that's so breakthrough, we're able to cook just about anywhere on the planet, even in the freezing cold and windy weathers in the winter, where we can make a meal in 20 minutes uh, with uh, sunlight alone and feed two people. And uh, Go Sun Stove has been around for a couple of about three years now, getting started on the crowdfunding website of Kickstarter. And uh, we've served thousands and thousands of customers all over the world. And it also received um, a little support to do work in developing countries, which is the part of, the, of, our, of our mission that's um, very particularly aligned for a better world. Uh, we are um, trying to have sort of a dual business model where we have a for-profit uh, selling throughout uh, North America, uh, Europe, and Japan, Australia. And then we have what looks like a, a non-profit or a social enterprise mm -hmm. to affect change. There's two and a half billion people still cooking with wood and charcoal on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And this is creating all kinds of major problems, um, much of which are human health related. Uh, many of which are environmental, of course, because of the you know, destruction of forests in order to gather, gather fuel. And then finally, much of it is economic because it, it really does strangle the families that are uh, stuck in the cycle of poverty trying to gather fuel wood to cook every day. So you combine those things and we feel like uh, we have a great opportunity to affect some change using an evacuated tube solar oven that is extremely easy to use, uh, it's, it's safe, it's very efficient, and as I mentioned earlier, it'll cook a meal just about any day, anywhere, all with the power of sun. Patrick, I, I absolutely, I absolutely. When I saw that, I, when I saw this product, I, I, t I said to myself, I, I need to get to know this guy, because you know, it's, it's also, you know, we, we trying. What's our focus in Better World International? We want to write about some everything where is a better world is happening right now. So we want to show people that those changes are right now, and it's not, you know, this future far away. It's actually happening. So I, I, I saw your invention. So could you tell me like how you get an idea to, to invent that? I know your background was with the solar power, solar energy. Um, guys, just doing the simple words, this is an oven that you cook using the solar uh, power fully. So what does it mean? No ashes from the, from the coal, no other you know, environmental things, just very clean energy from the sun. 
and as Patrick said, 20 minutes and it's and it's done. And also what I what I saw, Patrick, this is a, a something that you invented as well. This cooking on the on the evenings and night, right? I have no idea how you guys developed that, but it sounds pretty amazing. Thanks, pal. Again, uh, we are pushing the limits of, uh, of cooking and changing the conversation. You know, there has been very little investigation into making cooking more efficient and more environmentally responsible. And there's a huge opportunity here. Um, and, and really, the secret uh, to our success and the secret behind our technology, in large part, has to do with a uh, vacuum insulation. You know, it's similar to a thermos or, you know, well-insulated coffee mug. Um, we have a vacuum sealed between two layers of tough Pyrex glass, and we're cooking inside that vacuum-insulated chamber. And, you know, really, the, I can't take credit for the vacuum technology. These, these tubes, the evacuated tube, was developed for solar hot water heating um, back in the 80s, and... You know, it's uh, it, it, all I did was I removed. I, I'm so crazy about solar, and I've been you know focused on finding good green tech solutions for almost two decades now. And I, I simply removed a solar hot water heating system off of a rooftop uh, at a client's home that no longer was active. And instead of throwing that device away, I took it home because I I sort of enjoy repurposing and reusing things. Uh, um, I was at one point a very big, what they call a dumpster diver. You know, I was not above going into uh, scrap yards and finding, you know, failed uh, mechanical elements, putting them together to create something that worked. And I, um, I was taking the device apart and before long I realized, wait a minute, it's really hot inside these tubes. They're very long and narrow, so there's only one thing I can do. I'm going to throw hot dogs or sausage inside. It started to cook, and and that was uh, you know only 10, 20 minutes later. I realized, wait a minute, this is an incredible solar cooker. Um, it was about a decade ago that that happened, and for about five years, the only thing I could do was cook hot dogs because I had these very narrow tubes. I think they were like maybe five centimeters. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, very long, like two meters long. And so, you know, you could you could fit 10 sausages inside. And I, I played with that for many years. And I always knew that I would um, I would you know continue to, to develop the idea. I had several breakthroughs just by um, mm-hmm. I think remaining passionate was the main the main thing here. Um, passionate and action oriented. So I kept. I kept tinkering. Tinkering is is basically um, my my way of dealing with my passion. I I am overwhelmed with the same uh, same desire, the same dream that you share, uh, and I really really want to do something to affect a positive change on the planet and for our people. And you know, for me, I didn't know what to do, and for many years, I went to activism rallies, I signed petitions, I talked to uh, different people in government, and a lot of it was very important, but it didn't feel like I was doing anything. And I, I looked to my hands and said, you know, what can I build? Well, how can I, how can I make my backyard 
uh, greener or my home. And um, that's where, you know, I really picked up solar energy, which became a gateway to all things in the green technology sphere, including wind and biofuels and water and waste management and um, super insulation and things. And, you know, having more of an engineering basis and um, physics, um, I recognized the great value in these evacuated tubes and um, I just kept tinkering and uh, the, uh, the desire to revolve my life more and more around a solar-powered existence mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is what really created Gosun. That's a, that's a great story. Patrick, um, do you know how that happened, that where, where this inner desire were coming from? Like this, you know, because I, I saw that you were being involved in the, in the solar energy for a long time. Are you, you know, because I understand we share something similar, but also what I see this desire for uh, sustainable energy or the solar. So could you tell me, you know, do you know where is that coming from or where that where it starts showing yeah. up in your life? Yeah, that's a great question. Now, I think um, early on for me, I, I really did fall in love <clears throat> with nature. Um, I had uh, grew up in a sort of a suburban environment where we had a little creek in the backyard. Okay. And I just loved, loved that creek. And I did all my days after school and in the summer, played around in the creek. You know, I was, um, I, I was uh, doing things with the neighborhood kids that uh, revitalized the creek. I spent one summer, the entire summer, catching fish, frogs, and salamanders from other creeks and bringing them to our little creek. Ours was, was suffering already from you know, development and some mm -hmm. pollution. And all of a sudden, one day, the creek was covered in a black slime. One of the neighbor kids, a teenager, had poured the oil from his truck into the creek and it ruined all of the ecosystem that I had developed. So I, I suffered when I was like eight years old from an oil slick, an oil spill, and mm -hmm. I got to see it very close and firsthand. And that, that gave me, I think, very much of an um, understanding about how humans can really interrupt our, uh, I guess, maybe fragile or complicated ecosystem and, and with one one stupid move we can destroy an entire ecosystem and so from that point on i think i began to focus on um you know on on protecting and 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 educating humans for uh you know to protect and and uh, increase diversity and allow ecosystems to thrive Patrick, how do you think how the solar or how how the solar energy will change the world? Oh, great question. I, I fully believe that solar energy is an inevitable future for all of us. Uh, it simply has to be. Um, if you know, I don't want to get into any geopolitical conversation here, but it simply has to be the future um, because I don't believe that anything else is going to beat it in its ability to provide free, uh, clean, safe, reliable energy. Um, and I have seen that change on many of the installations and uh, in communities that I've uh, been involved in putting solar. And um, seeing that change now on a, on a very massive scale um, and, and, you know, in large part, the change that we're seeing today is driven by economics 
um, solar's, I say inevitable, because it is actually at this point cheaper in many, many places than conventional fuel sources. And as we know, those conventional fuel sources carry heavy costs that are often not weighed when we look at just the pure economic play. But even just looking at pure economics, solar is is already trumping, beating out many, many of uh, uh, you know your coal, oil, gas, and so I know it's inevitable, and I think that there's more and more people like you and I that to, can recognize the additional benefit. We can begin to work more creatively in putting higher level of renewable energy onto our grids, on our homes, to fuel our roadways. Patrick, um, I completely agree. I, I recently stumbled upon the. Uh, article about the solar roadways and did you see that one uh-huh it might be a, I, I know they're developing this and still um they even they try to implement it somewhere and it's uh, on the early stage but i was you know i i had this uh, feeling that the if we're going to implement the future of the earth might be bright and because if we're going to continue what we what we do in the case of the fossil fuels and other stuff, as you know, we're getting ourselves in trouble. And uh, so I, I definitely believe as well that the solar and, it, I, you know, I'm exploring, we're writing articles about the other sources of energy. Also, we, we had some information about the geoplutonic energy. Uh, it's not geothermal, but geoplutonic, so down down the earth. But... Um, it's interesting for me that you said that because I also I, I think nothing going to beat the solar because even in the geoplutonic you need to go and this is expensive process to going deep into the the ground and uh, I'm not sure how much if I remember right 200 kilometers down or maybe wow. maybe I, I I'm doing a mistakes right now I don't remember exactly and the solar is just this is what it is and you know and we just need to capture that so yeah, no, it's an interesting point. Um, you know, I think you know there's so much sun uh, available, and our efficiency right now is you know around 20% with photovoltaic. Actually, GoSun stove is about 80% efficient at capturing sunlight and converting it into heat. But uh, the point I wanted to make is that even if your efficiency is very low, uh, for example, if it's just one percent and you're doing bioalgae or uh, you know something that's uh, that's photosynthetic. You know you're not. You're not, it's okay. There's some. There's a ton of land mass available uh, on the planet, um, even in in more densely populated places like Europe, where you know you you can use rooftops and buildings. There's still enough land mass available and enough sunlight available to do the majority to fuel the majority of our energy needs, and that's you know pretty much at any efficiency rate. So the, the argument that solar is not efficient enough is not valid. I think, you know, the argument has everything to do with return on investment and, you know, the, the economic, you know, the, the, the amount of capital needed to get the solar system started or installed. And it, in today's world, you know, at say 15% efficient with multi-crystalline solar electric, you can have a return on investment that's less than 10 years and that system's going to last for 30 and 40 and 50 years. I agree. Patrick, you are an engineer, right? Um, not officially, but yes, that is how I operate. I am not, I, I have not been, I was for one year formally trained in engineering. And then my degree is in environmental biology. 
and a minor in chemistry. Okay. So, um, but what I see, or uh, do you agree with me if I will say that probably one of your or your talents it's this talent to to create things and engineering things, right? This is where your biggest strength is. That's correct. Yeah, like an inventor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. How and when in your life you kind of realized, oh, this is my superpower. This is what I needed to use it for. And I think that might be beneficial for people who still have, because I believe everybody has superpower and everybody has some different superpowers and already. And so when you do, do, when did you realize that, that this is it and where you start, you know, maybe putting uh, besides the other stuff that you were doing and focusing on, on you know, using your su- superpower to, to change the world? I was always making things from when I was a little boy, you know, and and Legos were very helpful. Um, Also, bicycles were something that I was constantly tinkering on. Um, In fact, um, my big wheel, which was, you know, this like seat with a giant wheel up front, and you rode that before you could ride a bicycle. I modified my big wheel with a rubber tire instead of a plastic tire, and that gave me a significant advantage to uh, have control and speed when I was a little guy, just, you know, four years old or something. So, you know, I've I've kind of always had a bit of an interest in um, making, you know, changes and tinkering and seeing the world not as like, you know, each thing has its own life and you can't combine things or that, you know, the thing that you get from the shelf at the store cannot be changed or modified. I've always felt like, you know, it's all a creative exercise. And, you know, when I got into solar energy, there wasn't a whole lot of, um, of training available or you know, schools that were, that were going into how to make an installation come to life. And so there was a ton of creativity involved there, learning um, plumbing and electrical work as well as roofing and you know, construction, all sort of on, on the installation as we, as we put the solar on the rooftop or built it into the barn or the backyard, wherever we were working. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that really led to a lot of innovation and a lot of trips to the hardware store, mm-hmm. a lot of sort of engineering on the fly. And and so building the ghost on fit right into a lot of the things that I had already been doing. I, I didn't fully abandon um, the other work uh, related to uh, solar installations and design until the GoSun became fully successful in 2013 when we first launched it on crowdfunding. And at that point, I, I basically said, okay, well, the GoSun is going to be big enough to allow me to, um, con- you know, just put all my time and energy into inventing further around these wonderful evacuated tube cookers. So um, could, you, could you tell me a little bit, I'm, I'm interested by myself, like how's this designing process, like okay, so you, you've got the idea, I know that was about five years until it, it was launched, but how you get to, how you manage to create the prototype before you launched on Kickstarter? And Yeah, another part I think that, um, that helped me a lot during this process was, was remaining very frugal or uh, efficient uh, with the resources available. So as I uh, built GoSun, I was using uh, parts and pieces that I had in my uh, workshop. That's cool. Yeah, you know, a lot of it was made out of wood because that's much more easy to manipulate than metal for for me at the time. And so, um, 
you know, it was it was constant exercise in in making different arrangements, different um, configurations, so I could figure out what would cook the best, and then sharing those with my friends, family, and even in many cases taking them to events. Like, uh, I went to several music festivals where I would show the product off and see what people thought uh, about it and whether they would be interested in purchasing the product. You know, getting feedback was really important to me, and and I would do that really insistently, like constantly. I would try to get people to like let me know what they saw or didn't see, and then you know, finally I went into several um, maker spaces, and maker spaces are uh, pretty popular now here in America, where you have um, a, probably like a high level industrial engineer there to take someone's idea and figure out how to mass produce it or how to make the best and and brightest prototype. And so I did have some friends that were involved in makerspaces that gave me, um, you know, a little bit more refined engineering level uh, support. But really, you know, a lot of it, like I said earlier, it was just a matter of, of tinkering and passion that came together uh, and with that passion, you have that constant desire to improve, and that's really what what drove all of the results. So you know, it really took a lot of um, my own personal focus and my desire to affect change with cooking. Could you? I would like to ask you about uh, right now two things. So could you share with us like how how many things you sold, how many uh, guns stove you sold, you sold, if you can, of course. If it's not the private information, so this is one, and also um, um, maybe about in case of your goals, what you have in mind, how how much you want to reduce the carbon dioxide and green greenhouse emissions in the next five to ten years. Yeah, so Gosan Stove has uh, done pretty good business in the last two years uh, to the point where we're almost at ten thousand units uh, that we have sold. Um, just in, in about two years time since we launched our first product, uh, we actually launched three years ago, but it took us almost one year to get the product completed in production. Um, and so we have, we have thousands of happy customers in 50 different countries. We've created a Facebook community, uh, forum, um, where people share their recipes every day and there's over 3000 people in there. Cool. And you know we're getting we're getting a lot of um, conversations stirred up about cooking and how we can be cleaner. And again, we sort of made a breakthrough, or, or we've been very disruptive to the fuel-free solar cooking community. Uh, but trying to bring them all into this new opportunity, and um, and then we're on like a rocket ship ride. We're growing very quickly with a, a focus. Um, to, to mainstream our technology, to get it in the hands of people that maybe wouldn't be dreamers or maybe wouldn't be focused on the same things you and I have uh, developed our lives around. And so we think that uh, just in the next you know few years, we're going to be more of a household brand name and, uh, and see customers that may not have the same dreams and beliefs that you and I have using GoSun because it's convenient and fun and, you know, they can recognize the innovation really helps them uh, to share 
good food with their family. The thing that I haven't touched on much here is, um, you know, how how important it's been to to give our technology or to work with our technology in developing countries. I was blown away when I first got into Haiti in the late 90s and to see the level of poverty that people lived in just just it was astonishing and I felt also very impressed by how resourceful and how happy people were and I made you know agreement with myself to to do something to um, learn from them and contribute to supplying opportunities to to the developing world and and so you know for for me the goal of GoSun is to get a successful profitable business off the ground in these developed countries but also to build a social enterprise that is self-sustaining on at least two continents, um, looking primarily at Africa and um, most likely South America to bring our technology to people that really need it. Essentially, at, at some point, that the, that the social enterprise becomes larger than the business itself because we know that there's so much more vast needs in the developing countries there's so many people that can benefit making um, and really integrating our technology into the hearts and minds of people very far and distant from, from my life here in America. How your technology can change the world, or even even different question, how your technology will change the world distributed on the wide range. How's that, what, what are the big differences that, that's going to happen because of this Technology. Yeah, your your question around carbon is appropriate because we do have a huge carbon impact where we're eliminating the use of solid fuel, and we may, we may not uh, completely eliminate solid fuel because you probably want some backup. You know, you're going to focus on solar for two thirds of your meals, and then you'll have the charcoal or propane or something. To, to finish uh, certain dishes during the nighttime or early morning. But there's a huge opportunity there to prevent the deforestation. And then secondly, the smoke inhalation. You know, when these families are cooking, they're, they're usually doing it indoors and producing a lot of smoke because the fire is not very efficient. And that smoke's going right into their lungs and young children are particularly affected. Uh, there's around 4 million premature deaths associated to this, and that's more deaths than, than AIDS and malaria combined. And a lot of those are happening, you know, in, in the continent of Africa and to, to kids below five years old and um, almost all women and children, as women are doing the majority of the cooking. Um, that was a, a big one. And, and, you know, women are really our focus in these environments. So, it's a, it's a unique opportunity for gender equality. It's a unique opportunity for a, a woman to um, break out of this cycle of poverty that has, has, has had her gathering firewood for four or eight hours every day uh, and then tending to the fire for the next three hours um, and, and making food in a pretty laborious process. That, that now with GoSun, she has the opportunity to uh, cook food without being present, uh, to cook food very um, safely and with no cost. And now she can, you know, attend to school, to her children, to food and, and make more money on a side. So to me, there's, there isn't one single impact that's going to be the biggest and best, but rather 
those three big ones, you know, the, the lack of deforestation, the disruption of the economic cycle that has, that has created and stuck a lot of women and children in poverty, and then, then the opportunity for a, a cleaner, uh, healthier environment, both indoors and, you know, everywhere downstream of that smoky fire. My almost last question, how, how is that new technology that allows cooking on the, on, the, on the night? Could you tell me something more about this one? This is really interesting. So cooking like you're using what, the moonlight? Well, um, yeah, we are still a solar cooking device. And uh, we promised people with the Ghost Sun Grill, our largest and latest uh, offering, that we would have the ability to cook at night. And, and we had proven that ability. Um, we, had, we had done a bunch of work while in Guatemala. Um, you know, during the rainy season, every day it started to rain at like 3 p.m. And so if you had not completed the meal, uh, you were going to have a hard time getting the rice and beans cooked. So we, um, we needed to store energy so that we could cook after the rain started. And we did a bunch of research, and we ended up coming up with a solution that um, was called the thermal battery. And that battery was a, a phase-changing material that would melt when the sun was out, and then it would re-solidify you know, at night when you put the food on top. We tested it, and it worked, and we, we went round and round. Um, we thought we had some great suppliers, and we launched the product. In retrospect, we launched it a little early. So we ended up having to, to do a pivot and to change from a, a phase-changing wax material to good old conventional electricity to cook at night. So now we have incorporated an electrical heating element inside the vacuum tube oven where, you know, with a fraction of the energy that you would use in your traditional stove, you're, you're cooking with electricity. So like one-tenth of the electrical consumption is, uh, is available to cook your food with a flip of a switch. Ten times more efficient than a, uh, than a toaster oven, for example. Okay, that's very interesting. Patrick, so where people can find your product, where they can buy it, um, how much is it right now? Maybe you plan some future pricing because basically I, I definitely feel the dreamers... Uh, this is the product for, you know, the, the, I know the early adopters are probably the dreamers who really are, you know, exciting about the solar power things. Uh, so if you could tell where we can buy it, uh, for how much, and um, things like this. GoSunStove.com is our website. And we actually um, recently launched our most accessible product yet. It's um, a sausage and hot dog cooker, and it's uh, currently on Indiegogo. Again, GoSun, it's called the GoSun Solar Dogger. And that product is only 59 US dollars cool. uh, base level. And so it's a small version. In fact, I've got one here in my hand. Um, wow. This is the tube that we're leveraging for the Solar Dogger. And it cooks two sausages in 10 minutes. So this, this is um, our same technology. It's safe to touch. It's extremely efficient, super easy to use, very durable. And we're, um, we're trying to get it in the hands of more people, you know, that same conversation around making this thing available everywhere we can, we can find a customer. Patrick, so, okay, so Gun Stove, the Indiegogo, and this one, how is that called? The, the smaller one? Uh, the Solar Dogger. Solar Dogger. G-G-E-R, yeah. 
Okay, that's cool. So Solar Dogger and also Ghost Sun. Ghost Sun Stove, yeah. G-O-S-U-N-S-T-O-E. Right now, nobody will miss it if I already did that. So, cool. Okay, Patrick. So, uh, let's leave the product for a little. And I have one last question about about the changing the world. So, from your perspective, knowledge, everything what you know about the, the energy, what is this one action that we as a humanity need to take to really solve the global challenges or one challenge, whatever you're going to choose, probably you have one in your mind. I think the word for me would be cooperate, you know, communicate, be of compassion, you know, just to cooperate with other people, especially those that are not like you or do not see the world the same as you. Um, without cooperation, without a sense of um, openness that's shared between differing views, you know, we will tear each other apart and tear the earth down with it. And I think that's, um, you know, when we when we respect each other and when we when we have compassion and, and we work towards understanding and cooperating, then I think we have a much brighter opportunity in the future. And I would like to ask you about this. Will you agree with me? The third one, we think that the biggest challenge that we're going to face or we're facing right now, it's actually <clears throat> this climate change, which is very much connected with the fossil fuel usage and what we think it's probably the most urgent that we need to switch to solar and stop using fossil fuel as soon as we can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I fully agree with that. And, you know, again, I think there is a, a narrative here where that conversation is is way more real today than it was two decades ago, uh, even a decade ago. It's 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 a real future. And on many spheres, it's an inevitable future. And so it's a it's time for people like you and I to really demonstrate that, show that, lead that and be an example. And that solar is here to fuel our homes, our our cars, our neighborhoods, our our, our worlds. You know, it's it's true, and uh, we don't need to delay or debate about it a whole lot more. Patrick, thank you so much. Um, I'm really I admire you for all your efforts, and uh, I'm really I'm really happy to uh, to meet another fellow dreamer. And everybody, go sunstove.com. This is where you can uh, read and buy those, uh, those, and also um, the solar dogger. Yeah, the solar dogger. So dogger. You know, we're, we're just running on the name of the hot dog. Yeah. Uh, because this thing is uh, so small, it only cooks those. And uh, so it's a it's a fun product. We've also wrapped up an educational kit around the solar dogger, so that uh, anyone, kids or adults, can learn more about accessing the power of the sun. Patrick. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for this interview. I really, uh, that's great to, to see you, talk to you, and uh, I keep my finger crossed, and uh, I, I, will, I will do my best to support your efforts. I think it's wonderful stuff, what you invented, and uh, that's from my Thank side. you, Pat. Thank I you will do much. the same. You know, I look forward to seeing more great content on Better World's site. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you and uh, see you somewhere there on, um, in the world and who knows, maybe, you know, you never know what's going to and how it's going to happen. Thank you everybody for listening and um, see you or talk to you soon in the next episode. Thank you.